matter all the time. Yeah, let's talk about it. About the school to prison pipeline. Yeah, let's talk about it. Police brutality out of line. Yeah, let's talk about it. All these thoughts running through my mind. We gotta talk about it. Yeah, man. Let's talk about it. We got a lot to talk about right here. KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome to the Danny Morrison Show. The whole nine of the nighttime right at nine. Tonight is the last night before Queen Robin Ayers launches into her holiday vacation. And we are a mere 10 days away from Christmas Day. You know, it's been quite the blessing to be able to walk into the KBLA studios every night and see a towering Christmas tree in our conference room and a box full of blankets in the lobby as well. All donations from you, our wonderful listeners. It reminds me of the power of the human spirit. It reminds me that even in a world that could be so cynical, there are still bright flashes of light in a political, racial, and social climate that can be ever so dark sometimes. And more specifically, it reminds you that we African Americans can come together in times of crisis. Let's not forget that even though the families that will receive these blankets will be multicolored and multicultural, black people responded in large numbers to coalesce around a need and work to fill that need immediately. Contrary to popular belief, we are not new to this. We are true to this. Snoop Dogg was, was quoted as saying, uh, that's how we do it in a black community. We give back to the people who made us who we are. We never forget that. End quote. That is who we are. That is what we've always been. That is the black community. Because I see a lot of y'all. I do. Now, I don't mean to get off on a rant here, but if you're married or spoken for, can you step to the side just for a second here? Yeah. I need to talk to the single parents for a spell, okay? This is a tough time of year, huh? And I've been there. It's as plain as the nose on your face. I know what you're feeling. This year, you don't possess the same Christmas spirit that you've uh, been accustomed to throughout your entire life, huh? You're not quick to turn on that holiday movie marathon on Lifetime this year. You didn't decorate the house from top to bottom with colorful Christmas tree and adornments around the house like you were excited to do every single year. And shockingly, you haven't had one taste of a candy cane or some minty hot chocolate or a door or a roof shingle from a tasty gingerbread house. Not once. And that is so unlike you. Damn that gingerbread house, huh? You got enough problems in your own house that have slowly siphoned the good tidings and great joy away from your soul and you just didn't have the energy nor the wherewithal to give any effort towards Santa Claus this year, am I right? And I fully understand why. Let me try. That job that you've had so long has now become a burden post-pandemic, huh? Being at home with the kids for all of those months was cumbersome, but it showed you that working a full-time job 8 to 10 hours a day, getting home around 6 p.m. every night, tucking your kids in into bed around 8 p.m., and repeating the process each and every day has given you clarity. You didn't originally take that job to be stressed on and off the clock. You didn't think that this employer would have an impenetrable glass ceiling that you still haven't broken through in more than a decade. And you didn't give birth to children to spend time with them for only two hours a day. The babysitter currently spends more time with your children than you do. And you can now see that the American system of capitalism is not only broken, it's unfair. Also, that relationship you got, ugh. You probably went through a breakup recently. Perhaps even a divorce. 
Yeah, when the monotony of your job, the bills, the kids, your friends, and more are persistently a part of your day-to-day -day life, it's easy to cloak the blemishes of an already fractured relationship, but what you have learned post-pandemic is that you were with the wrong person this whole time. That person didn't see you nor understand you, huh? And the moment that you both had to sit down and spend an inordinate amount of time fully isolated together, you found out that you had far less in common than you always figured. Your relationship was an arrangement. Practically a business deal. And now that you're legally single, you just don't possess the same fire you did when the family was intact, huh? Also, the loss. The loss of DJ Twitch yesterday has you feeling pretty numb because you yourself have absorbed some serious losses of people you love dearly over the last three years. A co-worker here, a friend there, a cousin, an auntie, an uncle, perhaps even a parent or even a grandparent. The coronavirus came in, ravaged your life in a way that you feel your emotional damage has got to be worse than everyone else's around you. And to make matters worse, there were some traditions associated with some of the people you have lost in the last few years. You and your cousin were the most rabid Raider fans in the family. That co-worker, they were in charge of the white elephant party at your job. And even grandma's house was ground zero for Christmas dinner every single year. All of them gone. And you were in no mood to put up a facade of festivities for Christmas this year, knowing that your heart just isn't in it. You are a single parent, and you just aren't feeling Christmas this year. For the rest of you, I'm sure you're fully aware that the holiday season is typically the most anticipated time of the year. Good tidings, great joy, food, family, festive fun, tackling Black Friday sales may be common in your household every single year, but a number of families in L.A. County never get the opportunity to take part in that unofficial holiday. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Such perennial holiday imagery is a reality for most, but for thousands here locally, it's anachronistic at best. These families will like nothing more than to believe in the magic of Christmas. But unfortunately, Santa Claus has been contacted by their creditors. It's a stressful time of year for them. The financial struggle that unavoidably proliferates during winter break brings on an abundance of issues that literally tightens their respective purse strings. Cost of utilities go through the roof. Food in the cupboard will be eaten at a faster rate due to the children being on winter break from school. Additional fuel will be expended from having to transport the children to seasonal holiday events and extracurricular activities. Payment installment plans, extensions, Payday loans. The bills are manipulated to accumulate as much Christmas capital as possible. High blood pressure, stress, fear. The kids are counting on them, but life has gotten in the way this year. It's the life of a struggling single parent. A precarious balance of finances that families from our northernmost city of Silmar to our southernmost cities in South Los Angeles have unfortunately had to master. Especially when there's a cowardly deadbeat absent from the pecuniary parental equation. 
Yeah, we African Americans have our shortcomings, but the spirit of the city of angels that I have just come to know and love always tends to show up when there's a universal need to help. If you're a single parent struggling this holiday season, there's a few things you could do to alleviate the pressures of having to do things alone. Wonderful organizations filled with equally wonderful people that are here to assist you in keeping your head above water. Grab a pen and paper. Or grab your phone to take notes. I got you. I'm here to help tonight. First, I want you to call up the West Angeles Community Development Corporation. Their mission is to increase social and economic justice, demonstrate passion, and combat poverty in partnership with low and moderate income people in Crenshaw and adjacent communities in South Los Angeles. They provide families and individuals with emergency assistance and crisis intervention. The address is 3045 Crenshaw Boulevard, right here in the city of Los Angeles. For more information, call this number, 323-733-8300 for more information. You need toys? Take your pick. Catholic Charities of Los Angeles. Harbor Interfaith Services. Baldwin Hills, Crenshaw Plaza. L.A. County, DPSS. Toys for Tots Foundation, U.S. Marine Corps, and the Salvation Army not only have locations in every single state, they also operate in most towns and counties in those states. Even if a center is not near you, the agency will usually have referrals to other nearby charities and nonprofits that may be able to help you during the holidays. Call Adopt-A-Family, The Angel Giving Tree, Toys for Tots, or Peru Social Media for a multitude of nonprofit and community-based organizations giving away toys for Christmas. Some spots may be handing out thousands of winter jackets through the Coats for Kids program, too. You can also hit up clo clothing banks and thrift stores. Need I say more? My point is, single parents of L.A. County, you are not by yourself out here. There's a number of community advocates who are here to help you when you feel like you're having to do things alone. We also understand that you're not looking for a handout, just a hand up. In case of emergency, break glass, then break bread with your families, and we wish you a Merry Christmas. In conclusion, I have a feeling that 2023 is going to be a tremendous year. Let's not forget that it's always darkest before the dawn. Things may be looking bleak these days, but I don't believe that God has brought you this far to leave you. I don't want to get off on a religious rant here. But I've long believed that if you continue to stay prayed up and keep your eyes up, God will show you things that cannot be explained rationally. If you want to see supernatural things, you got to start thinking supernaturally. Man tends to place doubt in our minds and has us always believing that we have reached the point of no return, the end of the road. But I'm here to remind you that God is still in the miracle business. And whatever ails you during this holiday season, isolate yourself. Give it to him. Talk to him. The same way I'm talking to you right now. And you'll see miracles like you have never imagined. You may not know it, but there is someone on your socials that watches you for inspiration every single day. They see how you move and want to mimic your strength and fortitude. So no matter what trials or tribulations you face, always remember that God loves you unconditionally. Even when you forget to love yourself. He has not abandoned you and never will. Because he needs your incoming miracle to inspire those struggling around you.
Happy holidays to you and yours. And may God bless you into 2023 and beyond. But that's just me. Tell me what you think, L.A. How you holding up this Christmas? Huh? Is this a good Christmas for you or a bad one? Huh? And how you weathering the storm? Also, you have any special places people can go for assistance? Let's give a few public service announcements tonight. That'd be nice. Where could a struggling family go for toys and food and financial assistance during this holiday season? I would appreciate some input on the phone lines tonight. And lastly, I want some Christmas shout-outs, too. Who do you want to wish a Merry Christmas to tonight, huh? Who do you want to send some good tidings and great joy to tonight, huh? Phone lines are wide open. Highlight your boy. Your voice is changed. Your voice is the community. Your voice is on. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. You can also stream us via the brand new KBLA streaming app on your app store, iOS or Android. It don't matter. That same app allows you to send me your questions and comments that I will answer live at different intervals throughout the broadcast plus. Like, share, and follow your favorite radio station live on our socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KBLA1580. Feel free to follow me at Danny Mo Show on those same platforms, too. Plus, me and my nighttime partner in crime, Robin Ayers, will take your comments by the ecosystem of our social network. Check this out. When we come forward, I got another 7 Series to add to the topic of conversation tonight. Look, tonight is all about Christmas moaning. For those of you with children, Christmas morning is a beautiful time, but it also sucks. Like, for real. Why? You'll spend as much time cleaning than you will enjoying the actual day. And throughout the day, there's a few quotations that you will hear that are guaranteed to come out of the mouth of somebody. Guaranteed. That's why my seven series tonight is seven things you're guaranteed to hear in your house on this Christmas morning. We may not all be a monolith, but in some ways we are. I'll prove it. Stay tuned. Add to the conversation with your phone calls when we come forward. Welcome to the Danny Morrison Show on Unapologetically Progressive KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Ho, ho, ho. Let's ride. Come on. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. From middays to nighttime. Like George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. Real talk. Real time. The gospel truth. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, I'm not here to tell you how to think, but I am here to tell you what to think about. We black in a spot. Another episode of the Danny Morrison Show, KBLA Talk 1580. First on the scene, so fresh and so clean. Let's check in with the festive clean up. Queen, I mean. Hit it out. Let's go. Come on. Please, I knew what you were saying. You know where I was going. I knew where I knew where you was going with it. You look fantastic. Thank you. I decided, you know, it's it's Christmas time. Just like you, you decided it's Christmas time too. We did not talk about being festive at all. Y'all go to YouTube and check us out. We sexy. Let's just keep it real up in here. <laughs> Why do you have to take it there? Because we are sexy how, tonight. How come we couldn't just say festive? I'm that was say, a nice word. I'm just saying Miss Claus been on my bumper. That's all I'm going to say. Ooh. I don't want to say that to Santa, but I'm Danta Claus tonight. Wow. Danta Claus. Very clever. I'm Danta Claus. So who are Very you? Very clever. We got to have a name for you tonight. Mm. No? We got to go on with something. I don't know. Robin. Let me see. Give me a second. Rudolph the Red Nose. Robin. Ru- there it is. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we doing are we going that's there we d- i wasn't gonna go there but you're going there mm-hmm. he, are we bringing up the bougie again is that what we doing okay be clear explain why y'all call me bougie i don't think you are was, no you it, went in don't play with me don't don't do that okay we were, stand we're, on it stand. we were on the mic the other night yes and i said uh what are you 
What did you I said ask you, you, you asked, are you getting the kids for Christmas? No, you said, are you almost done with my Christ- Christmas shopping? And you said with a little bit of... Nope. Andy, don't leave me out here by myself. No, he's leaving you out here by himself because... Oops. Because it was proven. We went back to re... We re-watched the footage several times. We did. Where you guys tried to say... I was like, oh, I'm going to Hawaii. Where y'all going? Oh, and y'all were absolutely wrong. I was like, I'm, I didn't say that at all. I didn't say it like that at all. We rewatched the footage in your face. I proved to you I didn't I didn't say it like that. Y'all should have saw she was so cocky. You are Where y'all going? Santa Clarita? We listen going to Thirst Hawaii. Trap. Listen, Thirst Trap. Where y'all going? Mr. 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 Thirst Trap. What y'all drinking? Y'all drinking water for okay. Christmas? I'm drinking, you know, pineapple juice. Okay. That sounds like a little bit of uh uh what is that? Lowry's? Oh yeah. Seasoning yeah, salt, mm, a little, little, a little salt, bit. little seasoned salt. I, look, I'm jealous. I ain't got no problem saying okay, it. Okay, right. I mean, because Hawaii, it, I've been there it. once and it yo. You oh. know which uh do you remember which uh um, island Oahu okay nice that's we where we're that going yeah. I heard that uh, I've never been to that one they said Honolulu is just too touristy that is that Honolulu is on Oahu Oahu is it Oahu mm-hmm. okay I, I don't know all I know is it was fire we actually <laughs> we actually did uh, uh, what do you call Helicopter? it zip lining oh zip lining over an entire forest it Ooh! Just, oh my goodness! Okay, I peed a little bit though. Yeah, but it was fire. Yeah, that's and the water. exciting. And you gotta see the water. You like you look at postcards and you see the blue water in mm-hmm. Hawaii. You go, oh, they must have photoshopped. No, they did yeah, not. That's right. Water it's is beautiful. that clear and blue in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I really am. Um, my whole family. We're going out there and just mobbing out there. So it's gonna be fun. I, I'm, I'm going to assume we will see some footage. You know, if you know me, then you already know. <laughs> What's going on with the Raw Report tonight? Uh, we're keeping it all good news today because it's it's festive, it's holiday, it's, you know, uh, I loved where you were going with your monologue, by the way, just doing all things to help yeah. and, you know, um, so I fig- figured we could just kind of keep in that same vein. But I know we're going to cut it short today, too, because we have... It's funny you say that. No upon further review clips tonight because it's a versus battle tonight. But not this time, Robin and I aren't battling tonight. No, nope. We are doing a, a KBLA caroling, okay? Neither of us can sing, so we will we will each bring you our customized Christmas song list. With Speak a for twist. yourself. Speak for yourself. I can, you know. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I mean, a little something. I we, can't. You know we'll blaze up an instrumental, a Christmas instrumental, and how you do a little something live. You down? No. <laughs> no. You said, I'm just talking. <laughs> Look, we all have our favorite Christmas songs, but my list is most likely different than hers, and it's also most likely different than yours. But tonight, we will enhance the list for everyone's enjoyment with two prime omissions. No Mariah Carey. <laughs> no Donny Hathaway. I know the horror, right? <laughs> Every Christmas song list has Mariah Carey and or Donny Hathaway at the top of it. Mariah's All I Want for Christmas is You and Donny Hathaway's This Christmas are the biggest and best Christmas songs of all time. Do we all agree with that? Yeah. That's number one and two. And if you black and you say anything otherwise, you, I'm ripping your black card right <laughs> out your wallet. Okay? But not tonight, though. All right. So the versus category tonight is our seven favorite Mariah and Donnie free Christmas songs of all time. Okay, our longest title ever. We will tell you the Christmas bangers that you shouldn't sleep on. Grab a pen. We got your Christmas covered. In the meantime and in between time, make sure you follow us on all socials. Like, share, comment. Most importantly, tell your friends and family do the same. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, YouTube, too. Also, remember to download that KBLA app to gain even more access to us. You can stream KBLA live. You can use the open mic feature to speak about whatever you want to talk about. 
who just might play it over the air tonight. That's the new KBLA app exclusively from KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about, but tonight we're discussing how your Christmas is going and what resources are available for those in need for the holiday season. We're also taking Christmas shout outs and words of encouragement. So I bring it to you. Uh, do you know anybody in LA giving anything away, any services or anything? I've been asking around, just trying to make sure I bring it to the mic best I can. Um, well, what I would pay attention to is, I don't know if you're familiar with the organization called My Friend's House mm -mm. in L.A. Um, I've been connected with them for years, and they are just, they are amazing. Uh, so amazing where they started actually um, doing, it's still every Wednesday, and I forgot the address off the top of my head, but they line up just, and a bunch of volunteers will come and bring food, and then they mm. prepare it all, and then they uh, they feed the, the houseless, right? Mm. Then it turned to um, bringing, all volunteers will donate clothes, so there was a, like, you know, piles and piles and bags, and but like neatly done, right? Mm -hmm. So it didn't feel like they were just kind of, um, it, it was like a respectable process, you know, made them feel, you know, decent and in order and all that. So they started, we started doing um, clothing as well. They can choose, you know, a, you know, a coat, a jacket, a blanket, or, you know, nice. whatever, and some essential items. Well, then um, my friend's house went and got a, um, like a building, uh, an actual facility. Wow. And so this facility is incredible. It, it has... Now they're able to house mm -hmm. all of the different things, right? So it's just really nice. There was a grand opening some years ago that I, I hosted. It was mm -hmm. really nice. It was beautiful. Um, and that's open every every day except Sunday. The hours uh, do change, but Wednesdays they still go out to the street and do uh, and they line up and they still do the food and giveaways. But um, yeah, so that's that's what I would uh, recommend. It's called My Friend's House, mm -hmm. and it's it's just such an incredible uh, organization, and it's headed by um, Tiffany Rose. Mm -hmm. So it's really it's really great. Are they on socials? Do you? Yeah, do... yeah. It's it's called. They actually have, and uh, because when I looked it up on social media, um, I guess there's another one. But they have my friend's house, LA. Yeah, and so you can you can look at both of those. Wow. Yeah, here it is, right here. My mm -hmm. friend's house foundation, nonprofit organization, physically and spiritually feeding the hungry mm -hmm. for thirteen years. Yeah, it's been it's been going for a while, and I I was uh, blessed to bring uh, bring my kids out with me, mm. and I was like, y'all just you know. I needed them to understand what it feels like to um, to serve, but then I, I also wanted them to understand um, that you know things could always be different for them, you mm -hmm. know, and that you need to uh, they they needed to learn like hands on, be face to face with your community, and then um, learn empathy, and mm -hmm. then also be uh, it, it it could help you with gratitude as well, you know, just being grateful for your life and and all of that. So it's it's a beautiful uh, organization. It sounds like it. Mm -hmm. You and I have had the conversation on how you. You know, we don't want our children to struggle the way children to struggle the way that we did. Yeah. So we are doing far better than our parents have. And yeah. I think as time progressive, you're always supposed to do better than your parents. Mm. But sometimes our kids get a little spoiled because we're doing pretty well. Mm -hmm. And you go, How do you teach them humility? How do you teach them? Yeah. Taking them mm -hmm. to events like that helps, I think. Yeah. You know, I agree. Feeding feeding the houseless, as you say, yeah. and you know, giving away coats and blankets and it's a teary situation. I mean, when you see children that don't have homes, don't have food, mm -hmm. don't have clothing, yeah. trust me, y'all, it's an emotional situation. But if you could show that to your children and go, Do you know how blessed you are? Mm. Do you Absolutely. recognize it? Yeah. I need you to recognize it. I'm not bringing you out here so you can make fun of these beautiful people mm -hmm. out here. You know, they've all gone through some struggles and strife in your life. Mm -hmm. The same thing could happen to your daddy. 
the same thing can happen to you too. Mm-hmm. Just I want you to absorb what's going on out here and thank God that you are blessed. So mm-hmm. get out of here. I ain't buying you no gifts this year. <laughs> <laughs> News and traffic right now. We come forward. I got that seven series. We got a raw report. We got a bomb versus special KBLA caroling versus tonight. It's a great show tonight. 1-800-920-1580. Danny Mo Show. KBLA. Stay there. Nighttime is the right time for Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. I'm hoping someday I could tell him that to his face. I too am hoping. I wasn't gonna put it out there, but we're just gonna keep keep it in our prayers. Keep it in our prayers. That would be my Christmas gift. Yeah. You well, DMC. Yeah. You ain't even gotta wrap him up. Just, just bring him up in. <laughs> Listen, I am banking on the fact that he is going to hold his word. I'm banking on that. I don't think he's the type of cat that wouldn't. Yeah. He's I just feel it. like, you know, uh, at some point he will. That was, what, in October. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I'm sure the man is busy and then does not live in California. So whenever he makes it back out here and he's not busy or he has, not that he won't be busy, but when he has the time. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping to uh, that he'll just remember, keep his word, or something. I think he will. I think he will, too. Rev Run lives out here, though, right? Uh, Doesn't that entire Simmons family? Well, no. Well, the, the last I knew they were in Jersey. Okay. I I don't know if anything has changed, but um, last I knew it was Jersey. Where was that uh, reality show set? In Jersey. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've never seen an episode. Really? I've never seen an episode of that show. Really? I know it was huge, but I've never seen it. Oh, it was, and it was so good. It was so uh, wholesome, mm. like family, you know? It was just so good. Mm. And then they had the spinoff with the daughters, Angela and Vanessa. And um, I'm on an episode somewhere. Get out of here. Yeah, I didn't tell you this story. You've never told it. Come on. Oh, my so, God. It ain't even story time. We're robbing it a little while here. <laughs> we got a Christmas story time. It's, a, it's actually a pretty good story. So they they had a show called Daddy's Girls. I remember that. Or Daddy's Little Girls. Daddy's mm-hmm. Girls mm-hmm. Uh, on MTV. Mm-hmm. Talking about Angela and, and Vanessa. And they had um, started their pastry sneakers line and so it was doing well it was you know popular i watched the show it was good i watched it mainly because it was a it was a a spinoff of the show that i loved uh runs house like Mm -hmm. i loved that show um anyway i this was years 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 ago when i first had my my twins so this is like a long time ago and um, I was looking and I had always been an assistant in the mm-hmm. past. I was assistant to all these different people. And uh, I came across an ad for an assistant to two executives. It says two, uh, you know, fashion executives or um, industry. I forgot exactly what it said. Fashion and entertainment or something like that. You'd be an assistant to. Um, so it was an actual ad that I came across. I don't remember where. And then it said, um, be prepared, like, you know, for if you if if you get called back for an interview, be prepared for like for cameras around or something like that. Mm. And then I put two and two together and I was like, oh, this must be the Simmons twin or sisters. So um, but I wanted the job. I really I honestly wanted the job. Right. Mm. So I get called, you know, my resume was nice back then. And so I go down there and sure enough, it's an actual episode. And so this is a storyline on the show. Mm. And I didn't realize it. I didn't realize I was still so, even though I had been around the industry a little bit, I was still so vanilla when it comes to what right. TV magic is or what goes on behind it. And mm. so anyway, I go there. I actually interview on camera. And um, 
they even tried to they edited the way that they edited down made me seem like like I said something that wasn't smart or just that it was I hated the way that they edited that anyway but legitimately I was one of the best Mm -hmm. and so um, they wound up going with someone else who was actually a production assistant on the show Mm. so it was a it was a storyline but what happened was Vanessa she stopped me and she was like listen like you're legitimately like great I would love to you know see about you know some work or you know something like that so I was like all right bet cool Mm. we exchanged information Mm. like I think email addresses and, and everything and over the years we had just kept in contact and mm. I was like hey Vanessa it's Robin are you still looking for an assistant and 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 I gave up after time I continued on with my yeah. life kept doing my thing but we stayed in contact mm-hmm. social media happens and then it's like hey Vanessa hey Robin what's up and then I mean life continues to happen and soon enough Vanessa and I find ourselves on the same panels wow you know she's like what are you doing here? Like, oh my gosh! Like, like you, you were, yeah. It was, it was, it, it was, it was awesome. You know how things evolve, and and then I had my own event in 2017 called Stay Winning, and mm. I had her on my panel. Oh wow! And so it, it's 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 just funny how life works out. You know, um, we've maintained um, our relationship over the years, but. I tried to be her assistant, and um, and then I end up having her on like my panel. It's just interesting how life works. I think you just gave a crash course in networking 101. Oh, yeah. Oh, I am the queen of networking. <laughs> I am the queen of networking. Very yeah. well done. Yeah. Tell Angela I said hi, by the way. I don't know Angela. I know Vanessa. I don't know Angela. You're the wrong one. It's, that is not okay. Is that real? Is it all real? What? Is it real? Angela? First of all, cut it out. I'm just, don't nobody need to talk about I'm that. We talking about Christmas nobody, gifts today. I'm just saying. Ain't, it ain't your gift. I would like to unwrap you that. You're not going to unwrap that. You're not saying. about to unwrap it. I it ain't your bow. gift. I want to tie a bow on Why, you, why you always... <laughs> Andy, let's jump right into the 7 Series. Let's go. Come on. One topic, seven answers. It's time for the 7 Series on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. You know what's funny is my phone won't even open because I got this hat on. You know, I got... Uh, oh, it doesn't recognize you. Doesn't recognize my sexy today. Woo. It's like huh? mm-hmm. who is By the way, seven things you're guaranteed to hear in your house on this Christmas morning. Here's number one. Uh-oh. Batteries not included. <laughs> How many times does a family member buy your child a gift? A gift that they are really excited about. It takes multiple batteries to operate. And it's Christmas morning. Where nothing is open, and the only thing open is a corner drugstore, where a four-pack of AA batteries is $17.85. <laughs> the place where you'll need a layaway plan for some batteries. Thanks, Uncle Willie. And that is the first thing you're guaranteed to hear in your house on this Christmas morning. You're probably past the battery stage. What do you mean? Your kids don't have anything that requires... requires batteries? Um... Growing up, I'm sure they did. Yeah. 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 At this point, no, they're 16. I don't think anything requires batteries. I'm not past that point yet. Yeah, no, you aren't. <laughs> Here's number two. I called the big TV first. If you come up on, on a new video game system of any sort, the kids will argue who gets the access to the bomb TV in the living room. And bedroom TVs are usually smaller in size, so the kids aren't interested in those. That disagreement is usually followed by bickering for the next 30 minutes. Trust me. And that's the second thing you're guaranteed to hear in your house on Christmas morning. Question. Mm. Did you have a TV in your room growing up? 
No, um, we didn't have a TV in our room. And I say our room because my sister and I shared a room. Uh, but it wasn't until I think, teen, was it teenage years? I, I just re- distinctly remember when we were teenagers, we still shared a room. But um, my Uncle Joe bought us a TV. Oh, we went down to uh, Radio Shack. Nice. Radio oh, Shack. Oh, man. I mean, it was, I, it, it was the greatest gift in the world mm. to be able to, you know. Then at that point, we were doing like share the remote control type of thing. But when I was growing up, I didn't have a say so. I was the youngest. Wow. Shut up and, you know, watch whatever we, about to, watch, we about to watch. Huh? How much older are you than her? Younger. Younger, I thought you said. Yeah, almost. Okay. Yeah. And you still bust her around? No, I'm saying that's what they did to me. My sister and my brother <laughs> did to me. I, I had no funny. say so. You mentioned Radio Shack. Remember uh, Circuit City? Oh, yeah. What was another? There Circuit was a couple City. more. And then there was... Uh, is there still a Fry's out here? Fry? Oh, that's what. That's the one I was going to say. Fry's and then Sam... Is it Sam Goody or yeah. no? Sam, Sam Goody, Sam Warehouse Goody. for the Music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but did, I don't know if they had electronics, though. Fry's had definitely had electronics. We used to drive. I never did, but people in my hometown used to drive down here because we used to see those mm. advertisements. It'd be like, you can come get a 45-inch TV for $20. It was just crazy. Really? Oh, I don't remember that. And I guess it was real because it was, you know, those ads were always coming out every single Christmas season to us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. The, I knew a Fry's out um, in, in the valley where I live. And uh, Fry's, it, it, I feel like it only recently closed within the past like couple of years, maybe oh, like wow. two years or so. Yeah. Like it was, it was alive and well. I don't think people go into the store to buy stuff anymore. I wonder what percentage of shopping was online this year. I bet that number's high. Yeah. I think things like that, though, like digital you know, electric, electronic items. But there's still something to say about, like, going to touch, you know, uh, fabrics with clothes and sneakers and trying them on and stuff like that. But, yeah, electronics, I believe that a lot of people shop online. You women do very well shopping for clothes and shoes online. All you got to do, let me tell you something. (laughs) All you got to do, I'm I'm such an avid believer in in, uh, shopping online. All you have to know is like one time, just do it one time, find out what your size is. And like, especially with a particular brand or, uh, you know, mm-hmm. if, the, if it's going to be pretty consistent, right? Yeah, just do it that one time. You in the game. But aren't there different types of sizes depending on who is the yes. manufacturer? Yes, but that's what that's why you have to, because there's some uh, clothing like boutiques that are like still made and manufactured in China. Mm. So the sizes are going to be different. Mm-hmm. So it's like a whole, it's like a very like a, a pro you got to be a professional at this like you go and you read the reviews you see what it's like because i won't buy anything online if i don't see real people who've tried it on who are wearing it real people mm-hmm. in the comments and in the reviews mm-hmm. so um yeah so they'll tell you everything the real people be like nah i ordered it it took five weeks to get to me or mm-hmm. you know um or they'll tell their their um you know good experiences as well so nice. I, I really i do that y'all better I listen to robin online. robin in the industry i mean robin know about some fashion i mean for real talk <laughs> I used to be in the industry. one 800 When we come forward, we continue the 7 Series. Danny Mo Show, stay there. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. From midday to nighttime. By George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. Real talk, real time. The gospel truth. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. Yeah, man. I have a splitting headache tonight, and it's crazy. Man, those are the worst. uh, It's just... Headaches are just, ugh. 
the worst. I feel bad for people to get those migraines. Though. I hear people that say that the migraines are so bad it's blinding them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they can't see. Yeah. And I go, oh, my God, I don't want that. Yeah. And uh, there's nothing they can do about it either. They take all kind of pills, but it seems like nothing helps. Yeah. Let's jump back to the 7 Series real quick, okay? 7 Series you're guaranteed to hear in your house on Christmas morning. Uh, his number three. No games will be played until y'all pick this wrapping paper up. <laughs> Period. End of story. Kids don't care where they throw wrapping paper. They just throw it. <laughs> then once the gifts are all open, they immediately start playing, ignoring the fact that 15 trees had to be slaughtered for them to be in that sea of wrapping paper today. Tell your mama, clean that mess up. And that's the third thing you're guaranteed to hear in your house on Christmas morning. Here's number four. Is the corner drugstore open today? We all say that, don't we? Not only do you need them batteries, you need some milk for the cereal and some bread and some water. You've been doing so much gift shopping, you forgot to do some food shopping. And that's the fourth thing you're guaranteed to hear in your house on Christmas morning. Here's number five. I didn't know what to get you, so I got you a gift card. I want to hear this from you, Robert. Lazy family. That's what happens when Shanika sees you once a year. She barely know you. Maybe that's why she's not aware that you don't even drink Starbucks coffee. Thanks for the gift card. The gift card that I will be re-gifting to someone else. (laughs) And that is the fifth thing you're guaranteed to hear in your house on Christmas morning. Is it ever kosher to give a gift card to somebody for Christmas? For Christmas? For Christmas. Um, Somebody that you know, too. Well, listen, I'm not mad at gift cards, so I don't, I don't... I don't mind receiving them. That's what I'm saying. So I don't... I, I mean, my assumption is that other people don't mind. I But... So here's the, here's the deal. I think the level of closeness... There it is. ...that you are with me. So I'm more of a thoughtful giver. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not like the type of person that's just going to go spend money and be like, here you go. Mm-hmm. Some people like big ticket money items, you know, for gifts. I like to give and receive thoughtful gifts. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so if you're close to me, I'm probably going to do more of a thoughtful gift. Right. But if I love you, got love for you, I'm like, hey, just go spend this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'll just give you a gift card. I mean, hey, Merry Christmas, and you should be fine. <laughs> you should be, you yeah, know. Yeah, but there's another step attached to that. It's like give them a card. Now I got to go shopping for my own gift? Mm. There's something, like you said, being thoughtful. You guys saw that Big Daddy Kane sign that I brought up in it. Mm-hmm. That thing's probably worth $10. Yeah, but it's thoughtful. Very it's thoughtful. everything to me. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. But see, the the challenge is not knowing. Mm. How many times have we talked about, you just said, you re-gifting, right? Even if it is a gift card, but not knowing what that person is interested in. Or you, my style may not be your style. You mm-hmm. might hate the the you know more excuse no no more excuses sweatshirt i mean you know it's my thing maybe it's not yours so it's always it's it's difficult unless you know that person very well so i'm not mad at the gift cards and then i'll tell you just on a quick note my daughter just um discovered an old gift card that she had with the, its full balance on it. And it just made her so wow. excited. She was like, let's go to the, she wanted to go to Barnes and Noble and get a, a mm. book with it. But you know, like that's nice. You don't have to spend it immediately. You right. could just, you know, it's like an extra, you know, money. I thought those things had expiration dates. They don't. Some of them do. Some of them do. You got to be careful and watch that though. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Back to the seven series. Here's number six. Do you have the receipt? Yeah, I can see my twig and berries through these pants that you got. Thank you so much. <laughs> Appreciate it. 
through any pants. But that's a different conversation. Oh, Lord. What? Don't you leave me out. You had to ruin it. It was funny at first. And my nips are showing through this shirt, too. I'm just saying. Or is that a blouse? (laughs) Whose idea was it to shop in the junior section at JCPenney? That's all I'm saying, huh? That's going back. Pronto. And that is the sixth thing you're guaranteed to hear in your house on this Christmas morning. And here's number seven, and we will tie this thing up. Dad, some assembly required. Listen. Does Ikea make toys? Because it's crazy. Because these toys got 3,000 different pieces too. When did a tricycle come with more parts than Khloe Kardashian's face? I'm just... Uh... Don't y'all leave me out of by myself! This comedy is all free! Oh my goodness. It's free! Sorry, Chloe. You've got to be kidding me. I just tell my kids that it came broken and can't be fixed. Problem solved. <laughs> Sorry, kitties. And that is the seventh and final thing you're guaranteed to hear in your house on Christmas morning. Horrible. <laughs> Real talk. Have you ever gone to Ikea, though? Oh, I love Ikea. Julia. I love Ikea. Yeah, because Robbie got to put everything together, I bet. No, it's not that. I just love their stuff. It's all unique stuff. Yeah, it falls apart in two days, though. Hey. They don't ma- she said, oh, why you do Chloe like that? Listen. I was watching... The People's Choice Awards mm-hmm. last week. And she got on stage with her mom. Her mom looked younger than her. And I'm like, Chloe. I thought Chloe was beautiful mm-hmm. before the surgeries. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, she's probably looking around. You know, she's OJ's daughter. But she's looking around at the other one. You, don't try. You going to leave me out it by myself? <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I, I think she looks at herself amongst the sisters and goes, I need to look more like them. Mm-hmm. And that's what that was about. Yeah, I think she's heard that more so over time, just being in the press and in the media on reality TV. She's heard so so much that she needed to lose weight or, you know, that they didn't have the right sizes for her. So uh, I think it was just all that peer pressure. Why not just lose the weight and stay you? Yeah. She was beautiful. Yeah. Well, she felt like she can be better. And when you have money, that's what happens. Well, well, well. News and traffic right now. The Raw Report is on the other side. Danny Mo Show, KBLA, stay there. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. Why'd you leave me? 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 Why'd Omarion? That's Omarion? Oh. Okay. By the way, I don't know what's going on with the Raw Report tonight, but are we talking about uh, Romeo? Are you going to talk about that? I'm trying not to... I'm trying not to... Get into anything negative. But fine. Fine. If you want to... It broke my heart. Listen... We'll, we'll, let's let's get into the Rob Report. Let's because, just jump yeah. into the Rob Report. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. Let's go. You ready? It's time for the Rob Report with Robin Ayers. Highlighting people and things you should know about. From entrepreneurs and entertainers to money and meditation. Robin's got you covered. Get out of here. Follow Robin at Robin Ayers. You're listening to the Rob Report on the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. Robin's got a lot to talk about. about. Yeah, so like I said, I am trying to keep it on the positive tip today. I'm with you, and I was just, it's coming across, it's it's blazing up black Twitter, and I'm like... Yeah, people are shocked about it, Um, and and if you know, um, or don't know, rather, uh, Romeo, Lil Romeo, 
came out to say something about his dad. Um, he, he didn't mention him specifically, but let's go back a little bit. Romeo's sister and Masterpiece's daughter passed away. Uh, I, be, I believe it was just last year. I think it was a drug overdose, but she had issues with depression. Mm. Um, and so even though they knew about it, I think there was something that we didn't know. We weren't privy to as the as the, you know, people like fans and followers and supporters of this family. But they talked a little bit about it on Love and Hip Hop because Romeo's on Love and Hip Hop. Uh, not Love and Hip Hop. It's called. Um, Watch Andy. Yeah. What's, what's what is, the, what is Romeo the other, on? The other. He's not on Love and Hip Hop. It's not Love and Hip Hop. It's a. Uh, um, what's the the oh, show? It's like know. oh, all the growing up hip hop. Okay. Growing up hip hop. That's what it is. It's all these. Um, you know, kids of celebrities who are, you know, famous in the industry. Romeo is one of them, but because Romeo was a staple on there, and I think even an executive producer of the show, Hmm. his sister was also, you know, they showed a lot of, you know, kind of the behind the scenes. Anyway, his sister unfortunately had passed away. I believe it was a drug overdose. So here we are, um, fast forward to uh, the unfortunate passing passing of Twitch yesterday or the night before uh, last. And, um, Master P had reposted or um, gave, given a shout out to Snoop, who had posted a, a video of Snoop and Twitch dancing, and he, you know, gave him his condolences. Well, Romeo didn't like the fact that Master P made, um, made not such a big deal of it, but made a deal of it, and he posted his own. Um, I'll tell you what Master P said. Master P says, RIP to the one and only dancing DJ Twitch and salute uh, Snoop Dogg for celebrating him. These are crazy times we are living in. You can be smiling one day and gone the next. Life is too short. Appreciate your loved ones. So when he said that, mm. in part, uh, Romeo did not like that. And he uh, made his own post that says, today was a boiling point. I seen a man avoid his own children's struggles, struggle with suicide and depression, but post another man whom passed today that he doesn't even know. Y'all idols be lost. Better stop following the blind. Watch when it's revealed. So I don't know what that is. And by the way, uh, I guess the the question was whether the daughter um, took her own life by overdosing. Yeah. Or what? Or if it was an accidental uh, overdose, we don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but according to what Romeo said right here, it's it's leading me to believe that maybe she did uh, die by suicide um, just from an overdose. Oh. But um, is is Romeo implying mm-hmm. that his dad is clout chasing? Master P ain't got the clout. I don't know if he, if he's implying that um, clout chasing is not that. I think he's just saying you know you're p- p- paying more attention to someone you didn't even know and didn't pay that kind of attention to your own child. Hmm. So it's heartbreaking because Master P and Romeo have always been so close. Absolutely. You know, and here's the deal. We don't know whether they have had, you know, their trials and tribulations. I'm sure they have, just like any uh, parent-child relationship has their own things. But they've done a good job at keeping it, you know, away from social media, away from public scrutiny. But um, he put this out, so we'll see, I guess, what happens from here. Unfortunately, as we all know, death shatters families sometimes trust Mm -hmm. me i know from personal experience and i'm pretty sure her death has harmed them in some way yeah yeah it doesn't mean it's irreparable it's just like man you got to work through the emotions and hopefully they can come back together at some point and you're right we looked at romeo and master p we were like oh that's what we want to be that father-son relationship yeah we want that yeah i mean it, it looks like it's a great relationship we don't know but um 
it, it looks like it is. And I think that they uh, they've built enough of a relationship to to, you know, come back from this. This is just, you know, you say stuff in the in the heat of the moment. You know, he said he had he reached a boiling point today. I'm sure they'll they'll reconcile. Yeah, they will. Yeah. That bond is too strong, like you said. Yeah, definitely. But on to some good, better news. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just no, sick no, of it no, coming no, across. Fine. I'm getting notifications like crazy. I'm like, God, is that is it that hot? Yeah, right no. Now? And here here's here's also the thing. There are tons and tons and tons, as you know, stories that come across my timeline. There's so many things that are happening in the entertainment industry that I have to pick and choose what I am going to report on, bring, mm-hmm. that, that I think there's value there. Because mm-hmm. I, I never want to come on here talking about anything that, to me, holds no weight, holds no value, nothing to learn from. Yeah, you don't want to be a, you're not a gossip columnist. Definitely not that. And if you want to read co- uh, the gossip or pay attention to it, by all means, it is there for all of us to see. But mm-hmm. I would like to, you know, you know, talk about that's my jam, by the way. Hey, hey, uh, that's hey. an energy record right there. <laughs> yeah, that's uh. a great energy record, Andy. Um, but yes, yeah, so anyway, moving on to some brighter news, I have to shout out to Arnold Turner, uh, who we all know and love. But he reminded me today that um, Dr. Dre's The Chronic turns 30 today, Ooh, or was it? It was, to, yeah, to, it to is the today. DRE. Come on, yes, yeah, so uh, yeah, my goodness, that album changed the entire game. I mean, there were so many, obviously there were tons of albums and records and artists who came into the industry and changed the game, but Chronic was, um, it was just one of those ones that I definitely now consider a classic. You just considering that a classic? No, not now considered, like Um, at this moment, I'm just saying I consider that a classic. I mean, for sure. It put the West Coast on the map. So, you are not a, a, a very vulgar gentleman at all, actually. But Thank you, you like you like <laughs> but you like vulgar music. I told you I like my comedy and I like my hip hop vulgar. Okay. Only from the fellas. Are you are you are you are you rhyming along? Are you saying the words <laughs> because they're not your own? That's a great question. <laughs> when we come forward. <laughs> I would like to know. That actually is a really good question. I'm going to sound like such a, a Steve Urkel right now when I say this. Oh, my goodness. You don't say the words? I censor myself in my car as well. Do, in your car? I know. Andy, stop laughing at me, Andy! Wait, are you saying this because your family could be listening to you? That's part of it. Mm. Uh, the other part is, and this may sound stupid, and I don't want, see, I don't want to come across as a holier-than-thou cat. Mm. That's why I hate talking about this. Mm. But we are transparent on this broadcast, so mm-hmm. I'll say it. Mm-hmm. Since I was a kid, you know, I grew up in the churches, you know. And my mother has always taught us that God is always watching. God is always listening. And she also taught us that Christians do not use that type of language and intelligent people don't use it either. Even to this day, my mother has embedded into my head, if I'm using that language, God is watching. Mm. And why are you laughing at me, dude? Come on. (laughs) I know because I'm a grown man. I told you, I don't even like eating cereal at night because I think my mother's watching. Yes, it's embedded in It's you. embedded in my brain. So, I yeah, I do. I'm not, And I'm not some goody two-shoes, holier-than-thou cat. At this point, it's just, it's 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 habit, I guess. I get it. Okay, so here's the deal. When I, 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 I grew up a cursor. Sorry, Mom. I was a cursor, right? But that's just when I, when you learn, you grow up and you learn what you, you know, what you can push. Like, if you want to push the envelope, how far you could go. Like, what you can do, right? So, and then I have an older sister, older brother, like older friends, all of that. You grow up in that, you you know, you're around it. So I did. But when I got saved, I was like, you know what? Absolutely not. That was literally, I completely reverted back to just, yes, sir. I mean, I mean, it was just literally I could hit my my toe and I'd be like, snap. Like, you know, son of a biscuit, 
fruit. <laughs> I would do anything but curse. Anything but curse. But let me tell you what changed it for me. Uh-oh. Eddie Murphy coming from No, coming from my own pastor. My pastor talked about how curse words are, excuse me, cuss words. Cuss, cussing is man-made. Cussing is just like me saying shirt. A man said uh, to take, I mean. No, you're I, right, you're yeah, right. A man said the, the other S uh, word, that a man came up with that. The Bible talks about curse words cursing don't curse people putting a curse on people right there's two yeah what, what did she say oh, at the end of color purple if you don't do right by me what is she, i forgot if what's, you don't what's do the line right by me if, if you, you don't, don't do, do right, right by me, me or until you do right until you do right by me what's the rest oh man until you do right by me oh my god I'm, oh man we're gonna have to look it up and they're remaking a new color purple right now by the way Halle bailey in that too by the way under what role? I don't know. Okay, we'll figure that out too. Um, but Fantasia's yes. in there. It's gonna be fire. It is gonna be great. Yeah, I I, I know. Um, and then there are several people who had gotten the call mm. to be in that, and it was a, such a big deal. Um, anyway, yes, curse words and cuss words are two different and serve two different purposes. And when my pastor broke it down for me, by the way, it, it wasn't when my pastor said that that I just started cursing again. Right. I came unto to my own understanding with God. I said, "Listen, God, you know who I am. You know what this is." And so you know, and not that I'm I'm not a super curse word kind of girl like that but I'm just saying every now and then when it comes about the mouth then you know I've never heard you cuss one time really never okay well so let me ask you this if it's not a big deal why do people not cuss in church well not everybody people don't cuss they always say if you wouldn't say it in church if you wouldn't say it in front of your Mm -hmm. pastor you shouldn't be saying it well I think I think overall, the concept of of cussing, I'm going to say cussing versus cursing, okay? So the, the overall concept of cussing is not accepted in church. Not all pastors have revela- have the same revelations, too. Mm-hmm. Everybody takes different things away from the Bible. As we know, everybody teaches, you know, from the Bible, but they make something completely di- or they, they turn it into something different. Mm-hmm. Similarly, his understanding of cuss words versus curse words, I don't think every pastor has that revelation. Right. So majority of them are going to to go throughout you know hit, throughout life and they're just not gonna they're not gonna cuss you mm-hmm. know or curse mm-hmm. anyone so um yeah i don't know i don't know i don't have that stronghold on me i don't think god cares that's, that's me being honest as an yeah. adult i don't think god cares what language you use but i do think like you said cursing is different than cussing yeah like if you banish somebody to hell you're gonna go to hell yeah that's different you know? Now there is there is something to say about um, about cussing and being um, and knowing how to carry yourself. I think cussing just just you know I think that if you do it and especially if you do it a lot, I think it could diminish you your your brand. It could, could diminish your um, agree. Yeah, just your your whole persona. Whereas someone could have thought so highly of you the mm-hmm. moment you start, and not just one word here or there, but like if you are a you know, if, if it's a five five words per sentence type Glorilla. of Glorilla. <laughs> have you listened to Glorilla? I have not listened to Glorilla, and I'm not. I'm probably not going to do that. Last question: Can yeah. your kids kiss? Cuss when they want to? Can my kids cuss when I want to? Can they drop they an f bomb when they want to? No, but they. Um, but but to be quite honest, when I found out that they were learning to push the, the envelope, one of my daughters I know for a fact doesn't doesn't curse. The other one, um, I think she had she had tried to 
you know, tried to do it a little bit, mm-hmm. but the but the safe kind, like WTF, like yeah. you know, and not saying things all the way outright. And when we found out, we were like, oh, so you wanna you wanna use cuss words? <laughs> Go ahead. What's your favorite word? Oh, like you, put you know, her on the spot. oh yeah. And she was like, I don't want to say. Oh, you darn. Know? <laughs> yeah. And um, but at the end of the day, uh, it's not a big big deal to me. I think it's about respect. I don't even cuss in front of my mom. Mm. I, I you know I just respect my elders too much now. At the same time, I'm a grown woman. If we're having a conversation and I feel the need to, to say something and express something, I'm probably going to do it. And she's probably going to laugh. Right. Because we're cool like that. My mm. mom and I are just real cool like that. Um, but my kids are still a bit young. Um, don't, 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 don't ever curse in front of me like that. Uh-uh. Watch your mouth. I don't Watch think they should even when they're grown. I don't no, think they should. No, no. Um, when we come forward, uh, I do have a, another piece of good news that I'll share with everybody involving Clipper Daryl. And, you know, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that and we'll talk about, you know, I guess something that he was involved in recently. I'm not going to get too far into it, but I want to share the good news that he's sharing. So we'll talk about that on the other side. It's KBLA Talk 1580. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. By George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. Real Talk. Real time. The gospel truth. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. We just talked about everything. <laughs> I was just saying, oh yeah, um, good day and blessings. Um, said from the color purple, Seely said, until you do right by me, everything you even think about is going to fail. And I was just telling Robin how, look, Hallie's blowing up right now. And Chloe's got her music thing going on. Mm-hmm. But Chloe seemed to me, this is me, this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. Chloe's getting a little more aggressive with her content. Mm. I think she sees her sister rising far faster than she is. She got the Little Mermaid and Color Purple coming possibly this year. Mm. I mean, next year. Listen, she about to take over the game. I'm telling you. Hallie about to take over the game. She and Kiki Palmer, side by side. Boom. What do you think? I think you are trying to pit one sister against her own sister. Then put some clothes on. She was already doing that before Hallie came and did her thing. I'm a look. I'm not saying I'm not gonna look. <laughs> you Chloe would, is, you would. Chloe's I'm fire. just, I'm not surprised by that at all. No, Chloe is is dope. I think she's a bit young. This is my for me, for me, for me. I think she's a bit young to be as provocative as she is. Agreed. And um, she doesn't need to be because she's so talented. I think she's beautiful. Um, I think she has she has longevity on her side. She has the connections on her side. She is literally a protege of Beyonce. Mm-hmm. She's got all of Beyonce's uh, sort of resources at her at, right here. You know, uh, her publicist, her own mom. You know, Tina Knowles. That's uh, right. Yeah, I mean, it's just. So what's the problem? Beyonce wasn't doing that early. No, she wasn't doing it early, which I think is what worked for Beyonce. She didn't. She. she we grew with her. Mm-hmm. We grew with her, and I don't think Chloe is allowing. Chloe is reaching our generation. She's not reaching her own generation, or maybe it is vice versa. I'm just saying she's not allowing them to grow with her. Mm-hmm. And I think that if anything, that could be the, the her downfall because you're going to hit a place of too provocative and then you're still so young where do you go from there correct where do you grow from there don't you give know? us too much too soon sweetie yeah Come on. that's that's the issue that i have but you know i think she's i think she's great i still think she has a very long uh career ahead of her in acting in um in all that she does but to her credit i'll say this number one a woman can wear whatever she wants she Absolutely. can do whatever she wants to do um she also said that that's when she she's suffered so many insecurities 
that that's when she feels most confident mm. when she's being sexy and you know and hey I'm a woman before anything else I am a woman and I know what it feels like to to need to to claim your sexiness or your womanhood you know so I get that and so if that that's the way she's choosing to do it there's people who are supporting her in that you have people like us who are like nah that's not really my style but then you got a lot of people who are like no I love it I think she's limiting herself and I think the charts prove it mm. she's not She's not blowing up like that. She's got some pretty mediocre songs that have come out. Mm-hmm. But if she would just buckle down, put out some great music so we could focus on that. Mm-hmm. Because I know this may sound sexist, but I'll say it anyway. Mm-hmm. They're not going to take her seriously. They're not going to take her seriously if she's half naked in every single video. They're not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'd go that far. I hear you, but I don't know that I'd go that far. Uh... I want to focus on the music first. I don't want to listen to your music because you're fine. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all, y'all, got to bring up Janet Jackson again. Look at Janet early, fully clothed. Absolutely. Rhythm Nation, the whole Absolutely. nine. She was fine under them clothes, mm-hmm. but we didn't know. Mm-hmm. It's, and I know it's a different era. And, yeah, and it's all of the above. Social media is different. I get it. Man, yeah. I sound like an old guy, but. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that. I guess the bottom line is she's going to be successful. She is successful in her own right. I mean, Chloe's been in the game now since she was a young, her and her sister, since they were very young. And I think she'll continue to be successful. We just have preferences, and they are not her preferences, which is okay. And that's what she would say to us. Thank you, Absolutely. boomers. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Um, let's talk about Clipper Darrow. I know there is a video going, I don't know if you would say viral right now, but it's definitely circulating a lot. Local viral, yeah. Local viral because uh, he is a, a local uh, super fan of the Clippers, Clipper Darrow, clearly. I saw that video and I was like, oh my goodness, my heart hurt because uh, if you haven't seen it, he got into some sort of altercation with some I guess maybe a security guard or some man there's someone who's filming it from afar mm. and I think Clipper Darrow's trying to get into some facility is it is it the cryptocurrency yeah. arena okay so he's trying to get in there I don't know what that's about I've not even reached out to Clipper Darrow listen so Darrow if you're listening you know shout out to you sorry that that happened to you we don't but we need to know the details at the same time right. I would like to know what happened because on one hand we're like it's Clipper Darrow he's been there for years um um, every game and mm. so why is he having any uh you know confrontation with the the security guy who's not trying to let him in but anyway the guy hits him daryl falls and you know it's it's a sad thing i think uh one daryl's uh his arrogance got the best of him that day i think because he's clipper daryl and he's like i ain't got to check my ticket here i'm gonna walk right in i'm clipper daryl you don't know who i am but on the other side of this entire thing, those that are cheering the violence against Clipper Darrow, that's fine. Absolutely. I cannot I mean, believe that yeah. you guys are laughing. Andy, I cannot believe that you guys are laughing at somebody having violence committed against them. Like I said, if you want to square up against me, let's go. Mm-hmm. You want to go toe-to-toe, let's go. That was a sucker punch. Mm. And nobody should be cool with that. Yeah. Especially over a freaking basketball game. It's definitely not cool. Definitely not over. Whatever that, whatever that was, I don't know if it was a, you know... 
I don't know what it was. I hate to speculate, especially with somebody that I know. I'd rather just get a, a, a statement, you know what I mean, from him. It, and hopefully hopefully, I can reach out to him soon and he can address it if he chooses to. If not, listen, nobody's going to remember that in like two days. Oh, I disagree. <laughs> no, no, this is how it is. This You you know this, though. You know this. But from, when you're that loud and boisterous against the Los Angeles oh, you're just in saying this city. People will probably continue to bring it up because <laughs> they got ammo now. They're talking about talking about things in his comment um, of the thing this is actually what I wanted to mention uh, the good news about Clipper Darrow he actually did post um, just an hour ago he says uh, his post says he's giving back Clipper Darrow Cares is a 501c3 tax deductible nonprofit, and he's asking for your help to feed 100 families for Thanksgiving and Christmas um, so giving 100 kids Christmas gifts uh, during the holiday season which is great so if you would like to donate, you can go to ClipperDarylCares.org or cash app him. Um, it's, it's all on his social media. You can follow him at ClipperDarryl. But, yeah, they're going in on him <laughs> in his comments. They are murdering him in there. I said, y'all, come on. Can we focus on what he's doing? This is amazing yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. I know y'all want to take shots at that cat, but yeah. come on. Come on, let's be let's be nice, let's be kind. He um he talked about it when he was a guest here uh, on the on the um on the raw report. He did you know talk about what he was doing for the holiday season. So I thought that was great as well. Um, anything else before I move on briefly? No, uh, donate to his uh, what is the campaign? I don't know what you want to call. It. It's not five hundred one c three. I don't yes, know. It's definitely his foundation and uh, for the holidays. Yeah, he's and he's been gifts. doing it for a minute. This ain't new. It ain't like he's trying to you know clean up his image after being knocked out. He was on Absolutely. these microphones saying that he does this every single year. Absolutely. Y'all support Clipper Daryl. Look, Clippers are balling too. <laughs> y'all say what y'all want. Clippers are balling right now. They lost today. Oh, All still. Right. They, what is but, the but four seed right now? We digress. We're not going to get into the Clippers. We digress. <laughs> I will like to say before we uh, get to some news and traffic here that uh, this is really great news. And I think that it's going to be a great uh, a gift for Christmas for the family of Tatiana Jefferson, who the if you remember back in 2019, actually on my birthday, October 12th, uh, 2019, she was killed in her own home while she was with her nephew by an officer, Aaron Dean, and he was found guilty of manslaughter today, which is fantastic news because this has been a few years and that, that we've been asking for justice here or some accountability. And that is how that that just came in today. So um, we're definitely happy about that. And I know that's a good Christmas present for her family. Uh, that is so, so awesome. Yeah. Very, very uh, awesome. I guess we got something to do when we come forward, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. When we come forward, Woo! oh, we will start. It's not the it's not the versus battle. It is a Christmas. It's a hol- it's a KBLA caroling is what we're doing uh, with our Christmas song. So we look forward to that uh, when we come forward on KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Nighttime is the right time for Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Fifteen eighty. Fifteen eighty. Everybody on YouTube and social media could tell you that was false. I don't know what Andy was on that day. I just go by the judge. Everybody, no, well, that's not very accurate. So we got to figure out what to do with Andy tonight. There's no judging. Y'all better be nice to the judge. Ooh, but there's no judging (laughs) tonight. So we'll just come to you. You give us your opinion. Maybe we could. Yeah, that's all good. We just gonna play the music. We're just gonna have some fun. If I would have known it wasn't gonna be a battle, I would have chose the other the other option that we had. Look at you. you I was ready for You her. love our battles. Of course, I, I love it. What did we say? We we were considering doing, what was it? Female hip hop. That's still. 
Look, we're going to do that in 2023. We need some R&B in our lives, though. Mm-hmm. And you said gospel the other day. Oh, gospel. Oh. A gospel versus battle would be incredible. I can't believe we haven't done one. I know. Up-tempo gospel. Please. Up-tempo. Yeah, that's, up-tempo. that's what I said. I said upbeat. No, no, no choirs. Be, no, no. No. And we're not crying. You know, none of that. So. I think we already know what my number one is, don't we? You can't pick that one. What? Come on! That's the rule. That's an automatic victory. You feel me? It, it is, I think. Which? which Kirk Franklin. Um, love Theory. Love. Oh. I think that is the best gospel song of the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. You've said that. You've said that. Give me a better one. If, if, if y'all can top that song, Love Theory from Kirk Franklin is perfection. Give, I, give me one. I'm not Either trying one to of y'all. I'm, not try- I'm not trying to battle you right y'all now. Y'all can't top that, huh? You're probably going to have to dip into his catalog. To <laughs> That's what's funny. That. <laughs> yeah, he top his, his own song. maybe. Revolution, maybe. That's from, not from the Wait, last are, 10. Wait, so are you talking about the last 10? Okay. Well, okay, now now we're, we're on to something. Are we saying that uh, Kirk Franklin is going to be the, he's going to top any other artists? Because then that makes it challenging because the conversation that I hear you two saying right now that says, okay, if I introduce some Fred Hammond and it went up against, you know, uh, Kirk Franklin, is is he going to win automatically? Because y'all putting him, like, y'all ranking him very high. So do we do like we did that one time, choose seven gospel artists and choose the best song from each line? Yes, I think that has to be it. Or no Kirk Franklin. Or no... Is he that good that we putting him like he's on? Yeah, he's he's yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is no, that he good. Is. Huh? He is uh, just because we're talking about upbeat. Mm. So if you if you don't if you if that's not the title, um, there are plenty of people who could you could put up against. Uh, he's one of the most incredible you know artists. Period. But I'm just saying there are plenty of people who could. Um, if you could did a slow gospel song, who could take Kirk Franklin out? Oh, all day up tempo. Is there is there a woman? Is there a woman that brings up-tempo heat like that? Mary Mary. Mary Mary got some bangers. Yeah, hey, I played it once in the verses before, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wasn't the one, though. You don't like that track? It's, it wasn't their one. It wasn't the one. See, that's the, the one I think of when I think Mary Mary. To be fair, I'm not a big fan of this, but that's the one I know. Mm-hmm. They got the uh, the birthday song, Trayvon's birthday. Hmm. Mary Mary. Mm. Who was they the one have... that did, I love God. Remember that nonsense? Who was that? Uh, is that, that Erica? Erica Campbell? I love, have you ever seen that terrible video, by the way? It's terrible. First of all, stop talking about the woman of God like that. I'm just telling you, it's, first of all, the song <laughs> is terrible, too. I, remember the controversy? I can't believe that she went all hood with the gospel. Everybody always has something to say about Erica, but I love her for who she is, and she is unapologetic. And to reach those kids... That's the way you got to get It's the down. same heat that Kirk Franklin caught when yeah. he first came out. Everybody has something to say about him. It's just like. Change the game. Yeah. And I appreciate the fact that they're still able to get a secular song, flip it, and make it gospel. I mean, mm-hmm. I wasn't stomping before. Right. I wasn't yeah. praising God, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, I, I think that's a dope little avenue. But, you know, mm-hmm. I understand some people want it strictly holy. You shouldn't be dipping into the secular and flipping it. You mean those same older people that are losing yes. people in the church right now? Those Absolutely. People, the ones that are complaining say they want to keep it traditional? Quick testimony. Go for Year, it. Years ago, years ago, you know what I'm saying? I was in the gospel choir in my college or whatnot. So, you know what I'm saying? We had like a couple uh, uh, concerts or performances at other churches. And this particular night was like a youth night. So everything was led by the youth. Mm-hmm. It was a youth pastor, you know, youth uh, choirs and all that. And I remember this one kid, he was probably no older than 12. Mm-hmm. 
he uh, <clears throat> he was utilizing like Bow Wow as an example, you know. Mm. And I just remember after that, um, after his sermon, which I felt was dope, I just remember a couple people, older cats, was upset that he would, you know, utilize Bow Wow as a catalyst to his sermon. And I was like, mm. but did you not hear the message? Exactly. You know what I mean? You over here tripping over a Bow Wow, him being a secular artist, but you not listening to the message. Mm. That kind of bothered me a little bit. It should have. That's mm. why they're losing people in the church right now. And I don't feel sorry for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, people black have a have a have a problem with um, when you know the band at a church they'll start playing uh, a secular song, mm-hmm. just the the music of a secular song, and then you know the choir might start singing uh, like turning the words into you know a, a gospel sort of um, <laughs> kind of words, but some people and pastors and and people of church really have a problem with that you remember um pastor aaron Lindsay who who came and they're starting believe church in la in uh january and uh, i'm so excited about it but he um you know he's a he's a producer and so he's produced mainly gospel but he has so many other hits in the in the secular world r&b records i mean he just does a lot so anyway he just loves music and so his band at at, because we still have get-togethers before the church um begins officially we still do get-togethers and have like music nights and stuff like that when i tell you that band will start playing like and we'll be singing some sort of gospel song or whatever but then they start going into like playing like a, a secular song that makes mm. you know the songs that you feel right and um and it just i'm like i love i love the blend and i just love that their God-given gift of, of being a musician mm-hmm. allows them to hear different chords and pull different things together. And the blend of that, you're going to tell me that you hate that or some people uh, are are like that is um, blasphemous or something because it's a secular song mm-hmm. and secular, just the, 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 the music itself, the instrumentation. Yeah. And so that bothers me, but I really love when people can do that. That mm-hmm. means that you are not so, you know, you're not a holy roller and that you can just vibe. Because God is like everything. It's mu- He's music. And you if know. you want young people in that church, that's the only way it's going to work. Yeah. You got to you gotta do some of that, too. If you, you, you don't want to do that. People. If you still want to do that traditional old school stuff, yeah. you know, that they're not coming. Is what I'm telling you. They are telling me over in the YouTube comments that we need to get, if you guys are uh, on here, that you need to like like the the videos and please we are asking you to like but also i found out that you aren't able to like or comment if you're not signed into youtube Mm. so you need to sign in or um if you if you don't have an account it's very easy to sign into youtube especially if you have a google account but um gmail rather so um yeah if you are watching us on youtube i see y'all in here um go ahead and sign in and like this post and comment and join the live chat because they be having it lit shout out to urban spencer stay Casey, Mimi, Yogi Fish, we see you guys up in here, so we definitely appreciate you. And y'all tell me how great I am tonight, because I'm Oh, only... wow. This is not a battle. I'm kidding. It's not a battle, Danny Morrison. This is all love tonight. <laughs> when we come forward, we jump in officially. Danny Morrison Show, KBLA Stadium. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. From midday to nighttime. Like George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. Right? That's a heater. It's a fire song. Yeah. It's my number seven, Shantae Moore, Santa Don't Slay. I love, love, love that song. Wow. That's a great way to come out to Gates. I got to get it to Mm-hmm. Here's my number seven. Check this out. Mariah Carey is not on this list, but in my opinion, 
If there's a modern day Mariah, this young lady would be that person. Started out on the Disney Channel with Victorious, and after showing her vocal chops <laughs> on that show, she's become a worldwide superstar. Currently has the sixth most Instagram followers behind Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, Kylie Jenner, Selena Gomez, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, with 344 million followers, which is crazy. From the 2013 album Christmas Kisses, this is Ariana Grande, Snow in California. Listen. This kind of is me, Ariana, I know It's been a while, but we need your help this year Let me make this clear See, I really love him and it's been kind of tough Cause he's only in town for the holidays Tomorrow he's flying away, away from me I don't need another gift I just have one wish This year Can you Just make your snow in California Woo! I need to settle for it Don't want him to go tomorrow morning Give me something to make him say Wrapping his arms by the fireplace be the perfect gift Let us know, let us know, let us know Let us know And kind of fun number seven right there I'm telling you, our seven favorite Mariah and Donnie free, free Christmas songs of all time That's my number seven Oh, I, I love Ariana Grande, she by the way is. I just love her mm, mm, mm. Uh, We got time for my number six. Let's go. Um, this song is, it's okay, not a surprise. I love, love, love. He actually just created a new Christmas song, but this is his old Christmas song, and it's, we all know it. Let's go ahead and play this. Chris Brown, This Christmas. Uh, that's my heater. All the mistletoe. <laughs> Feels like Christmas. I'm gonna get to know. Mm. You better. This Christmas And as we trim the tree How much fun it's gonna be Together This Christmas The fireside is blazing bright Whoa, We're caroling Through the
That is Chris Brown this Christmas. You know what? He doesn't get his credit for his vocals. What? Oh, so you're just saying it's an emphasis on his performances and not enough on his vocals. They always talk about his dancing. They always talk about his past, obviously. Mm -hmm. No one really says, Chris be singing, yo. Chris Brown can sing. As Stacey L. Morgan says, sang Chris with some fire emojis behind it. Absolutely. He's got one of the greatest, like... Uh, I love the tone of his voice. I love what he's his abilities. What he's he's got the vocal instrument. He's mm. got the thing he, that he can do. All the the fun runs and the you know the acrobats. I mean, he's just really he's just really really talented. Do you like when singers are raspy? Love raspy singers because that's what he is. I love raspy singers because he just proved it. It's like oh go on. Oh okay, Danny. Uh, don't hey, don't get me singing up here. <laughs> Trust me. You I don't know. want that anyway. No, no, we don't. No, 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 no we don't. <laughs> you know, that song's been remade a billion times. Absolutely. Absolutely. But that version. Nobody yeah. sings it like Donny Hathaway, as Mimi we, Davis just said. We know that. Yeah. But I'm saying, could you make the case? Best one? The best one? I've heard 10 or 15 versions of that song. Yeah, it's a, it's a very, very famous uh, Christmas song. I, I I don't know if it's the best one. I think what it is is that, for me, it has uh, one of the, the best memories behind it. You remember he this was a um, this came from the, the movie. I think it was this Christmas movie as well. I don't remember that. Um, he was the star of this movie. I think that's actually where this one came from. But, yeah, it uh, to me to me, it has the most uh, or the, mo- the fi- my favorite memories attached to it. And Yogi Fish is right. I love the Tavis at the writer of this song yes, on today. Facts. Yes, 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 absolutely. We were just talking about that um, yesterday. So Look, look, there's been some really huge, just iconic talent that have walked into the studio. As a matter of fact, you... Mentioned your friend that wrote or produced uh, Never Would Have Made It, right? Never Would Have Made It, yeah. He produced that song. Yes. Which some say is the biggest gospel song in the last 25 years. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is just a monster song. But shout out to Yogi Fish, though, because for you to say, I love that Tavis had the writer of this song on today, and you're listening still uh, to KBLA Talk 1580, you be around, staying around. So we appreciate that. We appreciate you. I'll give you my number six on the other side. Danny Mo Show, KBLA right now. News and traffic. Stay there. Ho-ho. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. All right, let me let us guess. Mario. Is it a 90s artist? I like this version though. It's great. Um Chris Brown? He's not a 90s artist. 90s artist, 2000s artist. Current artist. Legend. Did you say Mario? Mario? I said yeah, no. I said Legend. 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 Oh, the way he put emphasis. Remember, this is a different voice. Younger. I usually know runs from our artists. Man. I can't. I'm usually like tapped into voices, but I'm, he says it's different. And he said, legend. Yeah. Legend, for sure. 2000s. Okay. Who is it? Diamond Album. It's not Usher. It's Usher. That's Usher. This is Usher. I was going to say Usher, but it does not sound like Usher. This is when he was younger. This is off of the LaFace uh, Family Christmas album. Wow. He so, had to be a teenager on us. Yeah, for sure. This was like 94. 90. Wow. 
Let me give you my number six. I gotta speed through these, by the way. <laughs> Purest voice of my lifetime. The goddess. The voice that was so perfect. Oprah once asked her, why didn't you protect the gift? Having a mom that is a legendary gospel singer and an aunt that is a legendary soul singer shouldn't surprise us when she was blessed with the voice that would change the world. We lost her in February of 2012. But she will forever live in our hearts, especially with classics like this one. From the Preacher's Wife soundtrack from 1996, this is the incomparable Whitney Houston, Who Would Imagine a King? Listen. Listen to the tone of this woman's voice. Their little angels are special indeed. And you could grow up to be anything. But who would imagine a king? A shepherd. Is what you could be Or maybe a fisherman Out on the sea Or maybe a carpenter Building things But who would imagine a king That is from the Wife soundtrack, Whitney Houston, who would imagine? You going to see that doc? It's not really a doc. It's more like a, what do you a call it? Biopic. Yeah. You going to see it? Mm, I'm, I'm done. Okay. I'm done with them. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm probably with you. I was going to go see it, but it's getting panned by critics like crazy. So mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, I'll see it when it streams. <laughs> it'll probably be streaming in two weeks. So. Oh, yeah, I'm just kind of like, we've we've had enough, I think. Of of these and the storytelling, and I don't know how much more there is. To, I don't know if it's about learning more about Whitney at this point, or if it's just seeing another uh, performance. Yeah, you know. And so, yeah. They say the only difference is this one is actually um, authorized authorized by her camp and her family. Shout out to the homie Yogi Fish out there in New York. He has a question. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the better singer? Robin or Danny? Uh, Robin. I ain't got no problem saying that. I'm not, I'm not a great singer. Now, these bards, though. These bards. I'm just saying. I mean, you know. Listen, I've already proven I'm better with the bars, too. Should, should we try some singing right now? You want to try acapella? Toe to toe? Give me your best song. When you when you in the bathroom, you singing. Let's see. What's your go-to? Uh... It'd probably be a gospel song. Okay. Give us a taste. Well, I'll give you a taste of mine. Actually, I know. When we do our gospel that battle, I'll have to have the song in there. It's going to it's gonna slay. Okay. Um, no, I'm not going to do it now. But okay. I was going to say, I've already proven that my my bars mm. are nice. Because I won our versus battle. It was our first versus battle. You did. I'll admit it. Is <laughs> <clears throat> it pains I'll me sing to a little say? something. <clears throat> I have my number six. Uh, we got to get five, ready for it. My number five. We got to get ready for that. Put on your red dress. Is <laughs> it on your high heels? It's <laughs> on your sweet perfume. Come on. 
Why you, why you giving me the sound effects, man? <laughs> All right. Number five. Never mind. That's what Johnny Gill's saying, listening right now. My, my, my. He's tearing up my song. <laughs> my number five. This song is is such a beautiful song, and it is it 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 kind of epitomizes my Christmas when I hear it every year, um, and more so than anything, it reminds me so much of my brother. May he rest in peace, mm-hmm. uh, because it's like a like a oldies, you know, but goodie. Uh, the temptation, Silent mm. Night. Mm-hmm. Great choice, mm-hmm. bomb choice. It just reminds me of him so much. It's a beautiful song. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. In my mind. much further much higher on my list um but yeah there you have it that is perfection i don't think a song's gonna be better than that song tonight well luckily it's not a battle yeah luckily it's a celebration and you know what robin Mm -hmm. if this was a battle you would be wiping the floor with (laughs) dead hold on hold on hold on it's not over yet what are you doing right what what, what are you doing I'm just saying, if this it's was not, a battle, it's not a battle. Well, I understand it's, that, it's but if, it's, it's, I didn't say the best. If it was the best, we would have. I would have had a different hold on, list. Hold on, 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 hold on. Talking nonsense. I'm just saying, if it was, but it's not. So this is our favorites. If Disre- it was the disregard, disregard my oh, sentiments. My list is different. If it's the best, <laughs> these are my favorite, my personal favorites. Danny Mo, and you got some bangers too. Those, oh, you know. But I'm just saying, if it yes. was, if I had yeah. to compare. I mean, Chris Brown and then mm. this. Woo! Mm. Look, look. Ariana Grande wouldn't be on my list for the best. Mm. But these are just some personal favorites. favorites. I, I get it. Totally get it. I hate y'all so much. No. <laughs> when we come hey, but, but Danny Mo, you say these are your personal favorites. A lot of the times in the verses, Robin comes with her personal favorites. So does mm. it matter? Did you pay him before the show no, or something? What speaking, is going he's on? Speaking. He's speaking. It's a word. All of a sudden, he's it's your agent word. or your lawyer or something. What's the <laughs> no, deal? But he's speaking so many facts right now. Man, I feel like Tory Lanez tonight, man. Y'all just blindsided me. What's the deal? one 800 When we come forward, I have my number five, which, by the way, I coincidentally went old school as well. Mm. Danny Morse, the show, KBLA State. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. Like George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 
Central. Real talk, real time. The gospel truth. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. I was just explaining to Robin. I was on online today trying to check out the prices on the Janet Jackson ticket. She's going to be at the uh, the Microsoft Theater uh, in June. And the cheapest tickets were $800. And the most expensive ones were $2,500. And I Mm. said, Janet, I love you. I don't know you that much. (laughs) I don't know if I'd ever pay that much money to see a human being. Is there a who? Who's the apex for you? The pinnacle person that you would spend the most for? Um, it'd have to be someone like a Barack Obama. Yeah. Um. I, so, what's the most you would pay to go see Barack? Front row. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, I'm so, not sure. I just, I can't. I don't. I'm the. I'm the girl who doesn't spend money on like. Like the even the exp like the expensive things and the and the brands and mm-hmm. thing. I don't spend money like that, so I can't. It's hard for me to justify spending a a good amount of money on something or someone. Yeah, that's it's hard only going to last two that. hours. Yeah, I just mm, it'd have to be something more. I can't just go and sit in the front row of <clears throat> of something and pay a certain amount of money just for that. It'd right. have to be an experience or something like that. What if I'll those spend money, greet? huh? Meet and greet attached. But how long of a meet and greet? Right. See what I'm saying? I'm yeah. not just gonna meet you, shake your hand, get a picture, and that's I'm paying. I I can't do that. But you know, some sort of experience, mm. like if this were like, you know what, Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, uh, you know, Oprah, and you mm. know whomever, There's we're one. having a dinner, Ooh. a dinner, a private dinner. You get to sit here. We're gonna like eat like great food, have beautiful like a scene. We're gonna be you know um, overlooking whatever. I'm spending money That's on that. That's worth $2,500 and more. I'm spend, Yeah, I'm spending money on that. Yeah. I, I'll spend money on that for sure because that's an experience. I'll be able to take that and it, that'll add to me. But I'm not going to just sit just in front row. and. Mm-mm, mm-mm. How much are those Usher tickets in uh, Vegas? I don't know. They, I don't even they better know. not be $500. I don't know. I don't think they'd be $500. They better not be $200. I love Usher, but come on. And whatever the size of the that, – that matters too, the size of the venue. True. Uh, yeah. It's pretty intimate though, right? I, I think, think so. Let me give you my number five. Uh, he's the Godfather of Soul. And this song was the first track on his final album of 1968. An album that also just so happens to have the classic black empowerment anthem, Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud. The hardest working man in show business was even looking out for us in the Christmas season from the album A Soulful Christmas. This is James Brown, Santa Claus, Go Straight to the Ghetto. Listen. Mm-hmm. Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Hitch up your reindeer uh, Go straight to the ghetto Santa Claus Go straight to the ghetto Fill every stocking you find The kids are gonna love you so uh, Leave a toy for Johnny, leave a dog for Mary, leave something pretty for Johnny, and don't forget about Gary, Santa Claus, <clears throat> go straight to the ghetto. And Santa Claus goes straight to the ghetto, leave some Janet Jackson tickets <laughs> for Danny. <laughs> <laughs> That's a remix, I'm just saying. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> I love James Brown, by the way. Love yeah. James Brown. What do you think of him as a vocalist? Now, I know there was a lot of... Ah, uh, 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 go, go, uh, 
<laughs> but could he sink? I think so. I think so. But I don't. I don't. I don't think of him as a like vocalist, right? right? I just think of him as the greatest soul singer of of, of our time. Yeah, I mean, of all time. Yeah, I just yeah. But vocally, I don't see him as like the greatest. I don't think of him that way. If if it's not James Brown, greatest soul singer of all time, male. Because, you know, Aretha probably got something to say about mm. what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye's right there. Mm. I would say Marvin Gaye. Those are the two. If you ask me who, who are the two greatest soul singer of, singers of all time. Yeah, just so different, though. No doubt. So different. I think that James Brown is almost in a league of his own. Mm. You know, he, there's nobody. I think anything. I don't even know where he got that sound from. It's I don't know. Him. I don't, yeah, I don't know if he was influenced by someone, but I'll say that people have been influenced by James Brown for sure. I think you're making the case that he's the greatest. Just look at hip hop. Hip hop is not mm. hip hop without James Brown. Mm. Those break beats have been sampled so many times in so I'm many songs. I'm telling you, which is probably why to this day, like all of his songs, like his albums, his songs are like classics. Mm-hmm. And to this day, you feel it the same way that we would feel like a hip hop song that we like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, he is just, he has done that masterfully Mm. yeah well stated Mm -hmm. number four my number four and it's interesting because uh you and i have this artist in common but i went with a totally different song Mm. um i i love her and i i do also consider her maybe the modern day or younger version of a mariah this is ariana grande santa tell me this is the second song we share (laughs) <laughs> oh, this is the one. Oh. Because it's fire. I love this song. Oh. Santa, tell me if you're really this is a Christmas song, right? Don't make me Ariana Grande's voice anyway, but Santa Tell Me is uh, so great. Such a great, it's a feel-good song. Mariah's the Queen. Mm-hmm. That song right there, take, take, if Mariah doesn't exist, that right there is the All I Want for Christmas is You for mm-hmm. everybody. I mm-hmm. think that song is a perfect Christmas song. Yeah, it's it, it feels so good. You know, every year, whenever we prepare for Christmas at my house, um, there are certain songs that, have to be played in order for uh, for it to feel like we are you know like the day you put up your christmas tree or you put up your decorations or whatever that has to um that song has to be included in the in the in the playlist mm-hmm. or else it doesn't really feel like we're getting into the christmas spirit agreed yeah are, are you one of those uh, families that have to have all up tempo christmas songs because like that silent night you played right. is a hero oh it is everything no um everything does not have to be all upbeat we we have 
um, a combination in the the temptation silent night is definitely one of the songs that has to be played in my house mm. you know every christmas it's just certain songs you know i think everything on my playlist right now is 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 definitely included in my playlist um at home mm. love it all right here's my number four truth be told i got all kind of problems with justin timberlake these days not only what he did to my future wife janet jackson in that super bowl halftime performance <laughs> ripping off her clothes I wish he would have finished the job. But the way he treated Britney Spears was kind of foul, too, huh? But no one can deny the white chocolate he was exuding while he was in the group, NSYNC. If you think I'm kidding, go to YouTube and watch the video, Gone from NSYNC. Incredible. But they also just happen to have one of the most joyous Christmas songs of all time, Confectionary Perfection. I'm talking about from the album Home for Christmas in 1998. This is NSYNC. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Listen. Merry Christmas, happy holiday. Merry Christmas. Why are you sabotaging me? What is that? Why are you sabotaging me? Happy holiday. <laughs> I guess they're not in sync tonight, are they? <laughs> Alright, cut it, man, cut it. Because you in there cheating. You just Robin already killing me. You trying to make us seem even better. <laughs> give me some heat on that. Come on. At least give me to the, to the hooks. Say what you got to say. You got something goofy to say. What you got to say? That, that, hey, Daddy hey, Mo. What? what? That's a banger right there. Of course it's a banger, but why, why you played a crappy version? Is that the one what? I sent you? Yeah, that's what you sent me. <laughs> Come on, this is an old video right here. I don't know. Whoever created this video has some skips or something. That mug is like on 8-track or something, the way it sounds. It's I like, what's know. the deal? But that's a banger I, right there, though. I have to admit, I have never heard that song or that version <laughs> you've of, never heard merry I christmas happy holidays never heard not me from in sync i've never heard it wow. andy you either me either but uh you had gerard over here blowing right thank now. you that's what i'm talking about you know what i'm saying thank you yogi <laughs> thank you secret yogi fish we know what's up don't be trying to you know you yogi. i'm from new york city I'm from new york. you <laughs> no. from compton yogi fish if you're still in here are you <laughs> are you really from new york where are you at yeah, Yogi, Yogi got in our YouTube page inside the thread and said that, Robin, I'm standing right behind you, and a chill went down both of our spines. Like, wait a minute. Is Yogi Fish in, in the ventilation? What is he talking I'm about? I'm like, who's Yogi Fish? Where's Yogi Fish? And Gerard is behind you, right? I'm like, wait a minute. There's right, so we, we right started now. calling Gerard Yogi Fish. Um, so yeah, we, well, nice. I, I just did not know. I'm surprised you've never heard that song. I've never heard that song. You and Andy, come on now. Sorry. And that's y'all That's y'all age bracket, too, right there. Yeah. Well, I liked Justin Timberlake when he broke away. NSYNC had, you know, a couple of 
you know, few hits that I liked. I mean, I know they were global, but I'm just saying, I'm saying me personally, a couple, you know, they had a couple, um, but it wasn't until Justin Timberlake broke away that I became like a fan. So Mm. I didn't know all of their music like that. That's fair. What about you, Andy? Same thing? (laughs) They didn't really push Christmas songs like out there like that. No, it was a rushed album. There you go. And I I feel like with a lot of artists, though, even the B2K record that I play, you didn't know that was B2K, right? Very true. But they didn't really push Mm. that christmas album even though you know they were popping at the time so i think with any artist when it comes to christmas albums they don't push it like that unless you're a fan of that artist Mm. you know i feel like every artist feels like they have to do something christmas Mm -hmm. and that will make them even bigger because your goal is to be included in everyone's playlist every christmas you know it's coming right Mm -hmm. so you want to make it and so these artists they feel like if they have any um any like resemblance of uh, success any success at all uh then they have to do a christmas song they feel like it's free money yeah y'all know mariah didn't want to write that song they were begging her, the record company. Mm. They were like, you need to put out a Christmas album. I don't want to put out no Christmas album. They kept pushing yeah. her. She was like, all right. She wrote All I Want for Christmas is You in 20 minutes. Mm. Scribbled it. Biggest Christmas song of all time. Mm. She makes $12 million every year from that song. Mm. It's number one on Billboard right now. Yeah. Yep. It is. <laughs> it's crazy, it is. man. It's crazy. Although, there's a song coming up that you and I both have on our lists. I would say that these gentlemen took it very seriously. Mm. You know who I'm talking about. I do. I do. We both got them on our list, and you will hear on the other side. 1-800-920-1580. Our uh, KBLA Caroling continues inside the Danny Mo Show. KBLA Talk 1580. we got a lot to talk about. Stay there. Nighttime is the right time for Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk Does it feel like Christmas? Oh, I wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, was, I was a little bit off. <laughs> you know what I'm surprised I didn't put in now, thinking about it? There was a, a We Are The World type song that came out back in the 80s. All these rock artists and R&B artists came together to make it. A Christmas song? Yes. It was called... Do they know it's is it? Do they know it's Christmas? I, I gotta know. look it up. I want you to play a piece of that at some point. I think our number threes are identical in place and song, aren't they? No. no okay. They're not. Okay. I already knew that. So yours is probably number one. You got it at number one. Which, by the way, <laughs> good choice. <laughs> um, my number three, also a Whitney Houston song. Ooh. I know, and it's called Christmas Song. I don't know that. Let's listen. You'll see. Chestnuts roasting on an Open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Your tight carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up 
songs come on we are totally silent mm, listening mm-hmm. is because, that the biggest death ever uh, people gonna say it's michael jackson i might say it's michael is mm. whitney the greatest musical loss ever you you i think that in your generation while you are alive and you have one of the greatest voices or talents of all time, that would be the greatest loss to you. Some would say, you know, the, the, the Beatles, some would say Elvis, some would say, you know, just different people along the way, Luther Vandross, Michael Jackson. Some, some people would say for me, Whitney Houston has got to be the biggest loss of all, of all time. You could easily make the case. And I think print. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the reason for me that I'm quiet when Whitney comes on is uh, I, I have to hear every element of what mm. she does. I have to hear it. I have to hear every choice that she makes because it's all everything she does is effective, mm. you know, and it hits me. It's just it's not a normal song and it's not something that you just be singing to. No, you you be quiet <laughs> when when certain you certain Whitney songs come on. You just stay quiet so you can just be blessed by it. OK, so tell me. We we have some great singers. We talked about Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. We've talked about we have some strong singers just over the last ten fifteen years. Mm-hmm. You know, or we played like um, uh, Deborah Cox and Sunshine Anderson, and like we played all of these R and B artists that have come along. Mm-hmm. And there's been some strong singers, like Vesta Williams, remember Vesta? Mm-hmm. All these strong singers that had range. Yeah. What sets Whitney apart from those women who probably had as many octaves? As Whitney. What is it yeah. about the texture of that woman's voice? So, some people say Mariah Carey's close. Some say she's a better singer than, Mar- than Whitney, which I disagree with. But we've had the debate on this show before. Mm-hmm. Mariah's even lacking something mm-hmm. that Whitney had. But you can't articulate even if you got the range. So for me, uh, and I'll try to explain this briefly. 
there are singers who are great, who have the it factor. They can hold a note. They have great uh, tone. They have great texture. They have great uh, abilities. Like, you know, like I, I call them, you know, the acrobats. They can do all of the things, right? But there are times when they may hit a hit a note or something that is, is perfectly on pitch and everything, but it doesn't hit. So, so there's a, a producer who I follow who talks about a certain something emotionally or spiritually happens with certain keys. Like if you play it on pianos, if you play it, play it on like, that's why instruments are people. You can come to tears when people play instruments because it's something that I can't describe, but Whitney, there is no. So when she, nothing that she does is wrong Mm. or nothing that she does is ineffective. Mm. There are some people who hit notes and certain people who have tones and textures and all the stuff that we talk about that we love that are great, but they don't have the that that magical sort of note or something. Right. And so it's lacking the ability to, to do that all the time. Mm. They can do it, but maybe just not all the time with what they do. So Whitney, nothing that she does is ineffective. Everything that she does hits that magical note. That is one of the best descriptions I've ever heard. You know, when I used to sing in the gospel choir. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Jesus loves me. Guess I know for the Bible. I can see it already. <laughs> Our choir leader will always talk about singing from, from your diaphragm, right? Yes. Your lower registry. And I think that's something. I think it's register, but register, registry, whatever. <laughs> the lower registry. You know what I the mean? Cups and the spoons, and you get some. some... <laughs> Anyways, no, Mariah, Mariah Carey does not sing from that area. She, she does, does not sing from her diaphragm. She doesn't. It's kind of like nasally, you know, her her upper she does. area. And I think that's what Whitney has, and she does it effortless. <laughs> Andy, first of all, for the record, we love him. Absolutely, absolutely. It's the I... lower registry. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you need some cups? What you need? Stacy said you're a hater, Danny. What? I'm just saying. Stop hating on Andy. You know I gotta mess with Andy. Oh man. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um. That was funny. Thank you, sir. Thank when, you for that. that when we come forward, okay, <laughs> I will give you my number three selection, which are, we both have on our list because it is an undeniable Christmas classic. Stay there. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles, from midday to nighttime, by George and Weezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 